0: Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I am so honored to have you here with us today where we talk about the business of real life. That's the lessons we learn right here off our kitchen table about business, about parenting. And today we're going to talk about marriage. Marriage in a certain specific context. Ron, my husband is here with us, my wonderful, awesome husband. And Ron, can you tell us our topic today?
1: Sure. Our topic is Partners in Business, Partners in Life, which means you're married, and you run a business together.
0: Crazy, just got crazier,
1: almost. (laughs) Not for everybody, and we will discuss that.
0: Yes, and you know what? It's very interesting because you'll see the statistics that show that um, women are just so immersed in business right now. Uh, I think it says that in one statistic that I saw for 2014 that women represent 47.3% of the labor force. And that of small businesses 47 percent of small businesses and mid-sized businesses are entirely or partly owned by women and Ron you saw an interesting stat out there what was it
1: well I saw a lot of interesting stats but some of the most interesting (laughs) were that 59 percent of university graduates this year will be female so there's going to be a lot more female CEOs in the future I wouldn't mind seeing that at a 50-50 split um, of small businesses, which is typically where you're going to find the spouse partners, 43% of small businesses are family-owned and run businesses, which is not really a surprise. There's a lot of mom-and-pop shops out there. But of those, 53% are actual mom-and-pop shops where the, both spouses are working in the business. So that means almost a quarter of all small businesses in North America have both spouses involved in running the business.
0: And I don't know if you get asked this, Ron, but I often do... By men, mostly, is how do we make our marriage work and still run our business? and um, i I just I'm just thinking of our recent interview that I had with uh, Jim Treliving of Boston Pizza, and he told me that one thing he was really really happy about and just something that hit him was that Ron and I do easy daisies together, and that we're. Bottom line, we're together, we're together in this and we're going to be always together in this. And he he thought that was just awesome. And it's funny because Kevin O'Leary had a book that he put out uh, called The Cold Heart Truth About Family, Money and Kids. And um, I was interviewed for that book and I was asked all these questions about marriage and how are we keeping our marriage intact while running a, a business. And so it happens to be a big topic out there. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Can I just add, because I always like to point out the show notes, that our interview with Jim Treleving was episode number 14. You can find that at elaineskitchentable.com slash 014. And interestingly, and en- we ended that interview part one with his quote about him being impressed with us being together and whatnot. And the reason we're not running part two today is because today is...
0: <gasps> our wedding anniversary!
1: So we thought it was a good day to put this topic up.
0: Although my kids will make fun of me because they like say, "Mom, you don't even remember what year (laughs) or how long you've been married to Dad."
1: Thirteen years. Yep,
0: (laughs) thirteen awesome years, crazy, crazy years. But you know what? When we started Easy Daisies, it wasn't a plan of that we wrote down. I will be the CEO, and Ron will the cfo and everything else (laughs) it just happened and if you uh, go back and listen to our podcast on on how i created a a business off our kitchen table um that's episode 10 (laughs) yes as you can tell my husband is a numbers guy and i'm the other thing (laughs) (laughs) big picture (laughs) the big picture person but um In a very short, succinct summary, we started our business by uh, parent demand. There was a, a visual routine that I was creating for parents in my classroom that I kept making for parents who requested me to help their children just cooperate, be less anxious at home, and get out the door faster in the mornings, and that's how Easy Daisies happened, and I made these visual routines for free for many years and then decided maybe there's this market for this as a product. And then it became a product and is now in, in over 1,500 stores across uh, North America. And that has been a huge blessing and a crazy ride that we are still on. But uh, there's lots of pros and cons in working as a husband and wife in a business. And some of them I, I retrieved actually from uh, articles that I've read online. And should we go over some of these pros and cons?
1: Well... We pretty much have to now. <laughs> It'd be really disappointing if we didn't.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm, we're not sure where each of you are at. If you are in your own business, if you are working with your spouse, and whether it's the same business or you're both employed in different businesses, but there's the same and different pros and cons that you have as working parents. But when you're working in a business together, there's a little closer circle that can cause you to drive yourselves crazy or not (laughs) and some of the pros that we've come across even in our research is one of the pros is you have a greater trust with your spouse than with any other partner in business because you're both invested you have a family together and you want this to be successful in in a in a much tighter, smaller circle.
1: Yeah, I think we'll talk about that later. If you don't have a greater trust in your spouse than some stranger off the street, (laughs) you probably shouldn't be in business together.
0: True, true, true. Because
1: usually you're worried about the stranger off the street, you know, ripping you off and giving more money to their own family and stealing from your family. That's not the case when you're married because it's the same family.
0: Another pro that we came across was you will share joys and accomplishment. In, in a way that is uh, different than, than with a, co- a colleague or a coworker. worker And um, actually, Ron and I were talking about this earlier, and he had a great point of, you know, you can have a success at work and celebrate, go out and celebrate for dinner with your colleagues and your staff and come home and share that that success with your spouse. And it might not be on the same level because they might not fully understand that, uh, accomplishment well we're sorry about that that was the doorbell that's what happens when you tape your podcasts and record them from home off the kitchen table and our five children well five children have just entered the home so you might hear them on this podcast
1: and i'm sure we'll do a future episode about the pros and cons of working from home
0: okay let's go into the cons that number one con is definitely going to be that financial pressure because your financial pressure is going to be a lot greater when all your eggs are in one basket. When your husband and the wife are invested in one business, they're going to try really hard on their own to make sure that business is successful.
1: Yes. Although if you listen to Elaine's Kitchen Table podcast, you'll know that we might not necessarily recommend just throwing all your eggs into one basket in a in a business when both spouses are in it right off the bat because... That might be too much financial pressure, but eventually you may end up in that in that one basket. But regardless, if you're both involved in the business, there is more stress, especially when you are uh, business owners versus employees. You're going to have that uh, debt stress that always happens when you're running a business versus just being an employee. And it just simply is more financial stress on the family.
0: Yes, and starting smart is, is a very good strategy. Uh, when we started Easy Daisies, I was uh, still a school teacher. I tutored, and I made sure that the money that was coming into this company was not being borrowed from elsewhere. It was coming because I was doing extra tutoring. I was making crafts that I sold off of uh, tables at craft fairs,
1: and my husband off had, the kitchen table.
0: Off the kitchen table.
1: <laughs> what was that funny quote you read when we were doing a little research? There was a. a Two spouses that owned a business, and they said their first two investors were Visa and MasterCard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's correct. So you can go that route, but that was not my route that I wanted to, to put our family in any type of financial strain. Um, I did work a little harder by doing other jobs, and and we don't mind doing that. Having several sources of income is, a, is an excellent plan. To not have all those eggs in the basket then you're going to alleviate that financial pressure because money will be coming in from different streams and that's always an awesome way to go emotional strain that's another con because you know what it's pretty pretty hard to separate that work from that marriage family relationship and when it does become difficult and challenging that emotional strain is just going to get a little harder it's like pulling hard on an elastic band and And you never want it to snap. You want it to relax a little bit and it can get stretched because that's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen when you work together. But you know, then you just got to take a break. Like, you know, I said to my husband just before this, I'm like, I'd rather be watching a movie with you right now on the couch. But that's like just saying that helped me to feel better (laughs) and just brought that elastic band in a little bit so it wasn't being stretched so much.
1: Uh, Honey, I'm pretty sure we've never had any emotional strain working together in the
0: <laughs> can you see? I'm just about to uh, punch his shoulder right now. <laughs> can you see that? I'm just about it does to happen.
1: It. But one difference is when you're in business with a person you're not married to and the emotional strain becomes too much, you can quit or go home. <laughs> or go home, yes. It's a little different when you're married. So think about that real hard.
0: Yes. Yeah, so another con that we've come across is the boundaries the boundaries of work and couple time boundaries what's that <laughs> so that's one of the cons that we've seen in articles is is the lack of boundaries and that it's uh, important to put up like you need to have those office hours if you are working from home and say you know what these are our office hours we're closing shop and we're just gonna have family time from this point on and as hard as that is it might mean turning off the devices we don't like devices at kitchen tables ever and Just separating that time when there is no physical boundary if you're working from your home office.
1: Especially working with a spouse and working at home, it is very easy to be in the house but not necessarily present. And you need times where you are present with your family. You can't just be physically around them and then expect that that counts.
0: Yeah, so sitting at the computer while your entire family is watching a movie does not count as being (laughs) present. No, no, no. I came across this innovation article that uh, is titled, From the Altar to IPO, The Highs and Lows of Married Business Partners. And in this article that was put out by Wharton School of Business, uh, an Ivy League university in Pennsylvania, I believe, They quote uh, Nancy Rothbard, and she is a professor of management at Wharton, and she has highly researched to a great extent uh, people who integrate family into their work lives. And she was talking about how a family business can be successful. And she said that the people who do this successfully are couples who tend to have a very strong base in their marriage to begin with, because it can be a one, a wonderful thing when couples work to, close together because they'll have shared enthusiasm. They do have a lot in common, and they have a lot to talk about. And even though they are spending all that time together, they both really are interested in what is going on in their business. And it makes an incredible strong marriage as well because they already started with a strong marriage. And I, I loved that. I loved seeing that. And then this article continues to talk about the... Several best practices for a, for a successful husband and wife businesses, and their their first one they have five best practices. We're gonna share these five, and then we're gonna talk about ones that we that Ron and I have. So their first one was divide and conquer, and they were quoting uh, a couple that created Eventbrite, an awesome. Business that is—I'm sure you've used or been invited with Eventbrite—but this is a business that has raised more than 78 million dollars in revenue capital, and has processed more than one billion dollars in ticket sales. So this is definitely a successful business, but a successful marriage at the same time. And the the woman who is the president behind this, Julie Hartz, she says that her and her husband never work on the same thing at the same time because they get a lot done faster and that's how they preserve their relationship. So divide and conquer. This is easy for Ron and I because we have different skill sets and I always tell people that there would be no easy daisies, there would be no podcasts, there would be nothing without my husband and I, I value him a lot and uh, my skill set's a little different than his. So he's very tech savvy, he's my numbers guy He's my get-it-done person and an awesome dad to boot.
1: By the way, we talk about this as we record a podcast together. Yeah, <laughs> Which is kind of funny. <laughs> We're, so, I mean, it'd be hard to record our parts of the podcast separately, so some things you have to do together. But I do, I do know where they're coming from there because I think it's a good idea to... If you have to work on the same thing, to work on one part of it and hand it off kind of thing because... That's where the emotional strain can come in when you start working together on one part of a project and you might have slightly different ideas and you can you can clash that way. So it is a good idea to as much as possible hand things off between each other.
0: And that's where trust comes in because you you know that each person is going to do their best with all their best and their best skill set. So you're just gonna trust that's gonna happen and it's gonna be awesome. And nothing wrong with throwing feedback and saying, Hey, what do you think? about this, how does this look to you? And that's okay. The second uh, best practice that this article quotes is that to seek outside counsel because when you are working as a husband and wife, it's a closed system. So it's great to find a mentor outside of your husband and wife team and find a business advisor. Uh, There's lots of coaches out there now and marriage counselors, friends, anybody to seek that outside counsel, and I have been blessed to have uh, some great mentors come into my path, and I highly recommend finding a mentor outside of your spousal relationship.
1: Yes, it's a, it's a good idea to get outside feedback on any business, and like you said, Elaine, when your spouse is working together, it's, you're, you've got such an inside view that it's even more important to get that uh, outside perspective.
0: Yes. The third one of their best practice is communicate honestly and openly. And even when it may result in having hurt feelings. And that is, uh, so that will happen when you're married you might have hurt feelings, but you know what? The, the danger is to preserve one over the other, because you might say, you know what? This will be good for our business, but it's going to hurt my wife's feelings or my husband's feelings you know what, you have to trust that you have the same interests and that you both want your business to be successful, so it's okay to say it. It's okay. And you have to fall back on your strong marriage. That doesn't mean that because, you know, the the numbers were wrong that you don't love your spouse. It means the numbers were wrong.
1: Yeah, and I, I actually think it's easier to communicate openly and honestly with family. And, I mean, myself, I grew up in a family business, working uh, with my dad since the age of 10. I still do work with him. And, I mean, we have it out on a regular basis. And sometimes if people here are within earshot, shot, I'm like, whoa, these guys getting along? But, you know, as soon as we have our disagreements, we're right back to being good buddies. And uh, I really value the fact that we can be open and honest with each other and say whatever's on our mind and not worry worry about it affecting our relationship.
0: Yes. And the fourth best practice is carve out space for yourselves apart from your business. If there's tension that's just starting to arise because you're working together all the time, define some boundaries. Like we have no cell phones, no devices at the kitchen table. And and you know what? I love Friday nights because that's when I shut down. I love that the emails start fading out and they aren't filling up the boxes, even though our boxes are way too full. But um, it's good to cut some time out and have those fixed office hours and it's hard it's hard when you have your own business because your brain is always thinking my best ideas come when I'm taking a shower (laughs) and it's probably because the children aren't in that room with me but having those boundaries and when your kids come home be present be present for them and same with your spouse be present for your spouse
1: Mm -hmm. and when you're in business together not just present for business but as a spouse
0: and the last best practice that was stated in this article is to enjoy the ride. And uh, this is just, you know, enjoy working together. What a blessing it is when you can work together. And I, I think one of our highlights is, you know, we don't have a lot of date time, but when we go on those trade shows and my awesome, wonderful husband who takes vacation time from his other jobs to come with me on these trade shows, it's kind of like a big date.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: We get to try new restaurants in a different city, be on an airplane together where I'm usually working, running a speech or something.
1: Yeah, we usually have our incredible parents, our kids' incredible grandparents taking care of the kids. So that's a little bit of kid-free date night time after we finish setting up the trade show.
0: So this comes to our our solutions and our nuggets of how do we work as a, a married couple together in a company.
1: Yeah, because it's it's not just from uh, researching articles. We've got our own experience too. No, but
0: you know it's good to learn from all aspects, right? And that's what that's one of my new goals. Actually, it's a new statement of truth that I do already. That is, you should always try to learn something new every day, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come from your own knowledge. It comes from learning from others. But our our tippets, if we could throw any, is the word L O V E. E. What is does it spell? corny. <laughs>
1: no. I thought you like doing these things cuz you're a school teacher. <laughs>
0: yes, I like to break things down into what do they call it, acronyms? Acronyms, yeah. Okay. Well, love, love has to exist. But love for us stands for different things. So L here is standing for leave pride aside. You have to. You have to put that on the shelf. Check it at the door before you decide to work with your spouse. Because you know what? You are going to have different skills, which means you also have different weaknesses. And let it go. Let it go.
1: I think the main thing there is you might have different roles. Like, uh, for example, in your family life, one person might be the, in quotes, head of the family. And then in the business, the other person might be uh, officially the leader of the business you have to be able to balance those two together and not get your nose out of joint.
0: Yes, exactly. And um, just like in marriage, you know, ladies, you can load the dishwasher the way you want to because it's, you think that's the best way. But when your spouse decides to give a helping hand and he loads the dishwasher and you're like, I just wanna rearrange it or tell him to stop. You know what? One of the best advice I had when when we were engaged was, let the husband load it and just walk away and be grateful that he did and you know it's there's just a lot more energy that could be focused on other things
1: that's a very good general business advice for all the perfectionist bosses out there too
0: and o o stands for opposites attract running are quite the opposites i think do you think
1: yes <laughs> 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 In many ways, yes, but you, the, it's a common saying: opposites attract. That's and, I, right. and I think there is truth to that. It's more like complementary people attract, and that's a that's really right. good thing in business.
0: It is, and and it's it's a great uh, survival mechanism. Kevin O'Leary gave us advice once, and he, it was uh, that when you are looking for a business partner, you need to find somebody who has strengths where you are weak, and. And that's a, a truth to live by in all aspects of life, I think, for survival. <laughs> and V is vision. Your vision has to be the same. And, you know, it, that's what it excites me about working with my spouse is, you know, we we both see that easy days is something that helps children have easier days and helps family in a greater picture have easier days when there's less anxious children, cooperative children, children who can be successful and strive to be successful because they feel more confident in their own abilities and that they are able to do things and that is our bottom line is to have happy families out there and with that vision together we can see how easy daisies can continue to grow and help more people around the world have easier days
1: it's good that our vision is both that we want to help the maximum number of people if if you've got one partner whose vision is to help the most number of people and the other partner is simply focused on numbers and dollars and maximizing for the next three months how much money you're going to make then that's going to be a clash of vision of course so you want to make sure that your 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 values and goals are the same and once again I find this something to be easier when you're dealing with your spouse because that's probably why you're married because your values and goals are the same
0: Mm -hmm. and E is equally committed Now, this one is very important because if one person drops the ball, there's there might be a problem here. And what you want is to be working so that you can be each other's uh, pillar to lean on when the other one is just a little bit exhausted, or frustrated, or just uh, wanting to even sometimes throw in the towel. You need the other person to say, "Hey, I got this. Don't worry, I got it. Just walk away." And it's okay. Like Ron said earlier, it's like having a baby. A business is like having a baby. You don't just abandon the baby and throw it outside. But, you know, when one parent is a little tired or frustrated, the other person can step up and say, I got this. Just go. Just just go read a book. Go lie down. Whatever you need to do. And in business, the same. And, you know, there are going to be a lot of hurdles. It's not smooth sailing all the time. And... It's okay to bounce. So equally committed.
1: Yes, and I think if you are not in business with your spouse and thinking about going into business with your spouse, think about how you handle the household chores. Uh, if there's a lot of uh, resentment and you should have been doing this and you should be doing doing that and I do more than you and all and who gets the credit and all that type of stuff, that's a, an indicator that you're going to have the same type of trouble in business. But if you work together and you have the same vision and goal, which is that your house doesn't fall apart, stays at a certain level of cleanliness, and everyone has their different uh, standards. If you're on the same page there on that smaller item, then you can definitely be on the same page in that bigger item.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. Because you know what, when you're doing it together, and running a business or a family, every, every part of the business, every part of your family represents the business or the family. And so you're always trying to put your best foot forward for your entire family. It's not taking credit saying, "I did that," or "that was my success." No, it's it's a joint joint partnership. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we have to say.
1: Yeah, I'm not with all the doorbells ringing and whatnot. I'm pretty sure we said earlier basically our advice is if you're not in business with your spouse and you're thinking about it, if your marriage is not in good shape right now, it's not going to save your marriage to start up a business together. In fact, it's probably gonna make things worse. If your uh, marriage relationship is strong right now and you're thinking of going into business together, I think it's the best idea because I think it will only make your marriage stronger and stronger over time.
0: Yeah, so think of it like a magnifying glass, whether it's marriage or a business. When you're getting married or when you're gonna be in business together, it's like putting a magnifying glass over all the highlights of your relationship. So that means the things that are awesome in your marriage are gonna be highlighted and magnified in your business together. And all the things that are weaknesses in your marriage are also gonna be magnified when you work together. So you just have to remember that and go with it and and just be strong. And I think that uh, a commonality that Ron and I have is our faith that really helps us. and in making our marriage strong and our business. But we hope that today you got some amazing nuggets from this podcast and that we hope that you've been inspired in the business of life. So thank you very much for tuning in and we love to hear from you. I love hearing your feedback. So please do find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. But I would be so truly honored if you could take a moment right now to go onto iTunes and rate our podcast and leave a comment there because any rating helps us and gives us uh, feedback to to make this podcast work for you and help and inspire all our listeners and helps us in our, our rankings in iTunes as well. So please do find us there and we'd be honored to hear from you. So thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye bye.